This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. Big Friday on Go 24-7 with one of the biggest commitments LSU has landed in quite some time jumping on board. An LSU legacy in Lafayette, St. Thomas Moore, quarterback Walker Howard, who announced his commitment to the Tigers today. And with me to break it down is Sonny Ship, who wrote the commitment story for Go 24-7 from Walker and Jamie Howard, the, the LSU quarterback. And it's an emotional read, and it, but, it, but it really does a good job of shedding some light on what this decision meant to the whole family. And it was an emotional one, Sonny, but you told it really well on this uh, big day for the family. Big, big day for the family, uh, you know, a long LSU LSU lineage here. And, you know, it's kind of uh, when we go back and when we look at this, you know, we're talking about the number three pro-style quarterback in the country for the 2022 class, 6'1", 185 pounds. Uh, you know, and I talk about this a lot when I talk about quarterbacks, but I'm a big, big believer and, um, you know, in kids who grow up in a, you know, grow up in a football family, grow up in an athletic family. Uh, you know, you look at Walker, his dad, Jamie, obviously, uh, you know, started at various times, uh, you know, of his career, uh, you know, some as a freshman, uh, nearly all of his sophomore, junior and senior year until he got hurt. And he's also a guy who was drafted in the second round uh, by the Atlanta Braves in the MLB draft out of high school. Uh, played, uh, you know, spent the first two summers playing pro baseball and stuff. And so, you know, you're talking about a real athletic family that, and a kid who grew up, you know, in a quarterback household. And I think that's big because I think it teaches teaches these guys at a young age the preparation it takes of being able to read film of understanding playbooks and just talking so much football, you know, I'm a huge believer that that translates into these, into guys when they get to the college level and they have so much more put on their plate that it helps them with that transition. And it kind of already has them in that mode of, uh, you know, of kicking it up a notch because they've had it kicked up several notches growing up. And so, uh, you know, just, um, I think this is a really big commitment. Um, you know, he hasn't started a varsity game yet at St. Thomas Moore, but we've seen him in several camp settings. We've seen, we've seen him make throws on, uh, you know, on JV film that you just don't see JV kids make. And I think he's going to have a huge junior season, a huge senior season. And, uh, you know, LSU quarterback recruiting is, has really, really kicked it up several notches when you go back to Miles Brennan, Joe Burrow, Garrett Nussmeyer, Mac, uh, Max Johnson, TJ Finley, you throw, uh, Walker Howard in there. And, uh, you know, you just got to really give Steve Insminger, Ed Orgeron, that whole staff a lot of credit because, uh, you know, they've really done a tremendous job on the quarterback front of late. And you, you bring up a, a really good point of, of being around a fall family and LSU, you know, with Joe Burrow. And then uh, they have Garrett Nussmeyer committed right now. Max Johnson's already on campus. Walker Howard. 
now committed. I think this is, you know, a, a lineage that they're starting to pay attention to when they recruit quarterbacks. And I think it's a big reason why Walker Howard's going to have a huge college career. I, I think just watching him, the way the, the ball comes off his hand with a ton of pop. I mean, I was out there watching his workouts on Monday this week and, you know, you can just tell the arm talent as he heads into his junior year is, is elite. I mean, it's one of the best in the country and, and it has been for a while. And I go back to the camp last June where LSU offered Walker and uh, they offered a couple quarterbacks that day, but he was one of the best and it, and it, it didn't matter what age he was or, you know, whether he was a sophomore just coming off his freshman year or whether he was, you know, a senior, he was one of the best. I mean, he, he fit in among all the age groups. Uh, at that camp, and, and you could tell that was a big reason why uh, they went ahead and offered him before his sophomore year. And uh, Sonny, I mentioned I was out at his workouts. I, I think you have a, a good little uh, story to tell from from uh, Jamie that you picked up when talking to him about his commitment. Yeah, you know, uh, and 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 I think this speaks. I think this speaks to his maturity level. It speaks to all the adversity that he has overcome. We're talking about a kid who, when he was in the eighth grade, he finds out that his mother, uh, that his, that his mother has a rare aggressive, uh, cancer that she battled for two years, uh, you know, into his, uh, into his, his sophomore, into his freshman year. And, um, you know, she finally succumbed to that. So he watched her fight. He watched her battle. He heard about the, you know, he's heard about the, uh, the trials that Jamie went through when he was at LSU after the Auburn game in 1994, when he tossed, when Auburn intercepted him five times, returned three of them for a touchdown, for touchdowns to win that game. He received death threats after that game and just a very, very tough time that's well documented that he went through, uh, you know, from some of these just, you know, just stupid cowardice students who, you know, who make those kind of threats. But to see him go through all of the adversity that he's been through at such a young age, you know, I think that that's something that's going to translate to when, you know, when he's down, when he's on the road in the fourth quarter, in Bryant Denny Stadium or down in the swamp, you know, this is a kid who's already been through so, so much. And he knows that the thing, that the adversity that he has been through, that it will translate to everything in life, to football, to life, you know, to, to life after football, that it's prepared him for the moments that he's going to have coming up. <clears throat> and I think another example of that maturity is uh is I believe it was it was either Wednesday or Thursday after um you know after some some reporters left left Walker's practice there were some out there video and um you know shooting some some video shots and things for you know after he after he committed and stuff and after the practice the coach got through addressing the team told him good workout today and everything you know I'm really proud of the way that you guys came out and uh you know and started attacking these summer workouts after he finished Walker, you know, stepped up and said, coach, can I have a minute to address the team, please? And the coach was like, yeah. And then Walker apologized to all of his teammates for being such a distraction right now, for having people out there videoing him and, and kind of following him around and things like that. He apologized because he didn't want them to think that he was trying to, to be in the spotlight. And he just told them, look, guys, you know, this is all going to be over on Friday. I'm going to make my commitment to LSU. And then for the next two years, you know, 
there won't be any of this stuff right here. So in just addressing the team, apologizing for that when, and the coach and, and, and the coach told Jamie that, that, you know, I don't know why he would even say that because it's not like there were, you know, uh, people out here riding elephants or clowns jumping around or anything like that that would cause a circus, you know? And, and, and Jamie just said, you know, he said, there's, there's so many things that this kid has done that has made me so proud. He said, this is probably one of the prouder moments right here because seeing him step up and seeing him become that leader and take that mature leadership role, just a, uh, you know, I just think that that speak that that is more that speaks volumes to the leader that this kid is going to be, you know, and other cool stories that when we were talking and, uh, and I was, and I asked him, I said, well, now that you're committed, you know, do you, uh, you know, do you think you're going to be that type of guy who, you know, who, uh, who takes that leadership role and, and helping to assemble, you know, more guys in the, in your recruiting class? He said, absolutely. He said, I know, yeah, I know that quarterbacks are often the face of teams, the face of programs because there's so much hype around them. They have their hand on every play and, you know, and things like that. He said, so yes, yeah, so I have to be that leader. I have to take that leadership role and I am going to help the coaches recruit the best players from around the country to where we can get the best talent and we can win another national championship at LSU. First of all, what an, what an emotional time, I think, for him and his family to, to make this commitment and to make it public and, and go through with it. But uh, you mentioned that adversity of you know, being down in, in Bryant-Denny Stadium or on the road in the swamp. Well, he's got a ton of talent. He might be leading them from you know a, a good, good bit ahead at times uh, throughout his LSU career because he is so talented. And, and we're going to hear more about that on the other side of this break uh, when we get to it from his offensive coordinator. But uh, Sonny, this is an elite passer and, and somebody that is just scratching the surface. You know, we already have him so highly ranked on 24-7 sports, but what are your expectations, I think, you know, for his, his career looking ahead? And, and we don't know what the roster will look like two years from now when he steps on campus, but uh, or, or even four years, you know, or however many years it is until he starts at LSU. But uh, there's going to be high expectations with him because he's got the chance to be Louisiana's highest ranked quarterback in, in gosh, recruiting history probably. You know, I know from talking to Jamie, uh, you know, a lot about this, he hopes that Walker is is not thrust into the situation that Jamie was when he was a freshman of being forced to have to play early. You know, he hopes that Walker is able to come in able to uh you know able to watch Max Johnson, TJ Finley or Garrett Nussmeyer, able to learn from them and then you know when his time comes he he thinks that it will help him be more prepared kind of like he did at St. Thomas More. He sat behind Louisiana Tech signee Caleb Holstein as a freshman as a sophomore, didn't get to play much except in some mop-up time when they were they were handing the ball off, trying to run out the clock. But he hopes that he is able to to take that same, uh, you know, methodical, slow approach to where he is able to, uh, you know, one, he's able to be a college kid and he's able to enjoy himself, and two, that he is able to, uh, you know, just to not have to be thrown into the mix like his like his dad was. And uh, you know, with that said. I think that'd be a perfect route. I do think that, you know, that he has the type of talent that once he hits campus, there's going to be some competition 
regardless of, of, of who the starter is, because I think he's going to be that elite. I think he's going to be that advanced, um, you know, from the, uh, from the brain standpoint of playing quarterback and being, you know, just being that natural leader. But, you know, hopefully he, he's able, they're able to take his time. And, um, you know, you'd like to see it like with Miles Brennan. Miles Brennan sat, Miles Brennan waited patiently. We're going to see what he does this year. And so, uh, you know, hopefully that'll be an approach. But I do think that as soon as Walker Howard hits campus, you know, he's a guy that people are going to be talking about. Yeah, and it could work out 2020, 2021 with Miles Brennan at quarterback. That offseason hits, and it's Walker Howard time to, to hit campus and enroll. By then, you know, Garrett Nussmeyer will have a year under his belt. Max Johnson and T.J. Finley could be veterans on the team. So there will be competition, but I'm totally with you. I think he's got the arm talent especially. And one thing that from spending time around Walker over the last you know, year or year and a half is just he's really got a, a personality that, that a lot of people gravitate towards. He's very outgoing. Uh, he's, he's good with the team. You know, uh, he's good around the coaches. I mean, he's just got a workmanlike mentality, but he also kind of has that ability to cut up at times. Like we kind of saw with Joe Burrow, and, and Burrow is, is an elite leader and elite in that regard, but uh, Walker does have that personality that you can tell a lot of these kids uh, on his team gravitate towards. And even though he's a first-year starter, he's certainly talented, and he's just stepping into you know the shoes that Caleb Holstein left. I mean, he's going to have a chance to, to have that elite high school career over the next two years. He wants to lead his team to, to an undefeated state championship, something that's never been done in St. Thomas More history and do all of that over the next two years before hitting LSU. And uh, I, I just think he's got a huge upside to him just athletically and, and with all the physical traits that he's got. No, I'm uh, 100% in agreement with you. And just, uh, you know, it's going to be fun watching him these next two years at St. Thomas More. It's going to be fun watching him continue to grow on the field, continue to mature physically, and, uh, you know, see where see where he is when he gets to Baton Rouge. Well, Sonny, thanks for taking the time to uh, break down uh, this huge commitment for LSU as they land Walker Howard, the four-star quarterback for the 2022 class. But on the other side of this break from the Go 24-7 podcast, we're going to catch up with Walker's offensive coordinator, Shane Savoie. We're going to go right into that interview on the other side of this break. But first, a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and also subscribe to Go247.com. You can sign up for just a dollar for your first month, get all the VIP access, a lot of great breakdowns on Walker's game uh, on the site right now, as as well as the full coverage of his commitment. But for now, Sonny, I I think that's all uh, on Walker Howard, but appreciate the time, man, and and have a great weekend. This should be a a big one uh, to celebrate for LSU fans entering the weekend. Yes, sir. You be safe, Wild Bill. You too. And thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Please enjoy this interview with Shane Savoie, the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at St. Thomas More. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. You've got Walker coming back. I mean, it's his first year as a starter, but he's played a lot, you know, for you guys over the last you know year or so. What what are the expectations for for him this year? You know, for Walker, he's a uh, very gifted uh, from a, his talent standpoint. His arm is is obviously off the charts. Uh, his ability to move around is is very good. Uh, he creates time in the pocket, but he's fast enough to be able to make it hurt if you if you leave him alone. Uh, so physically. I'm excited about where he is. Matter of fact, you know, being able to see him throw lately, it's been good to see he's actually gotten better. You know, so that's a real exciting part for where we're headed uh, mentally. Uh, that's where we've been able to invest a lot of our time. So, you know, the whole COVID was it was frustrating, but from Walker's development, we were still able to do a whole lot when it comes to just getting on Zoom calls and, and talking through different things, sending him a different game film to look at and just kind of evaluate the mental part of the game, which. I hope he progresses in quite a bit this year, and I expect him to because last year he learned quite a bit, not only sitting, but, you know, he was watching Caleb also when he was able to get in and play, but he was able to process all that with Caleb and with me all through last season, so it really helped. What What are the areas that you see in his game that he, he needs to continue to work on? Yeah, he, he has a whole lot of time, uh, which is a good thing, but I would just say the, the biggest development for a quarterback is just game management, understanding situations, understanding matchups, understanding when to take a shot, down and distance, uh, score, part of the game, uh, field position, and when not to, uh, when to uh, take a chance. You know, so it's, there's all these little nuances of the game that you hope your quarterback just understands. The, the difference is kids today don't grow up watching full games. They watch highlights. So they don't really process the full game or the, the situation. So uh, seeing him develop in that in that role, I think, would be fun to watch and fun to be a part of and just constantly having to teach those things to him, making sure he understands all those situations. But I think that's where he'll grow the most this next year. What makes him just so special? I think maybe try to pinpoint part of it. Because it's all a total package thing with quarterbacks, but... His personality. Yeah. It's just infectious. You know, he's a guy who can walk into a room and... And change the whole room around him. It's what we talk about a lot, you know, be a be a, a thermostat, not a thermometer. Set the temperature, don't react to the room. Uh, make the room respond to what you're going to decide it to be. Uh, he does that. He's an infectious personality. He doesn't meet a stranger. And I think that's one of the things I think colleges have met, you know. They, they're allured to his physical ability. Then when they meet him, they're just like, oh, my goodness, this kid is the real deal.